the way. We wanted men. Welcome to episode 145 of the Smugglers Galaxy podcast, your favorite Star Wars podcast for smugglers in the galaxy. I'm Glenn, and with me as always is Jason. Jason, how are you doing today? Swell. How are you? I'm good. I've heard you you had a little bit of a fun time getting home this afternoon, huh? Yeah, I almost got in a car accident on 75 on the way home from the lake. Oh, my God. Some guy slammed on his brake, and then uh, I slammed on my brake and nearly hit him, but like... That was fun. And then I was just like a block away from home and I got a flat tire. Oh, I got the geez. warning light that my low tire pressure. And the next thing I know, I hear this grinding sound and I'm like, wait, I don't think that's low tire pressure. Oh, geez. I think I have a flat. So I had to unload the coolers and the suitcases and all that fun stuff. I'm just thankful it wasn't on the highway. Let's focus on the positive. I wasn't on the highway. I was a block from home. Um, I didn't even have to drive far on the on the temporary tire. Got straight into the shop, got a new tire, I'm good. Yeah, and on a Sunday, so you got to love when that happens. Although, I was down, you know, uh, taking the tire off, and I hear my favorite pair of shorts ripped. Oh. But, to be fair, these are like 20-year-old shorts, so it's <laughs> it was time to retire them, and we did, so it was time. It was I time. bet your Shannon was just like... Damn, they ripped. I don't Darn. think she cares. <laughs> Darn, I can't believe your 20-year-old pants ripped. They're gone. They're gone. Ride them till they die, and they die. So it's it's over. <laughs> Damn it. Well, cool. Anything uh fun happened this weekend other than tires and um oh let's jump into it. We had the uh yeah, we can jump unless you got something else you want to talk well, about have, first. We have pickups, but I'm sure you're going to go over pickups during the Joe, Joe, Joe Fest yeah. section. I didn't have any pickups this week. I do have some news, so I can talk about that real quick. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, the first bit of news is that Ahsoka will premiere on August 23rd on Disney Plus. Yes. So that's exciting. It is so now. I know. I, now I know. I can when I can start setting my alarm for four a.m. on Wednesdays again. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, we're recording this on Sunday at about four thirty. Um, so some of this just broke for us. Star Wars Outlaws is a new video game by Ubisoft and Massive Entertainment that's coming in twenty twenty four. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah, it's a open world game. Um, <clears throat> meaning. You can go wherever you want. So this trailer that I saw today on Sunday is more of a cinematic cutscene trailer, setting up the character as some sort of scoundrel, um, uh-huh. probably in the underworld of Star Wars. And uh, there was a shot of Han Solo and Carbonite. So this mm. looks like it takes place during the original trilogy between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, possibly. Um, it kind of looked cool and exciting. Uh she had a Lothcat as her companion. Um, there's going to be a uh, game, like in-game trailer. Um, by the time this gets posted, it'll be live for people to watch. So head over to YouTube and you can check that out. But it's going to be a PS5, Xbox X, and a PC game. So I will need to get an Xbox X to play the game. All right. Then you just need like five, 600 bucks, right? Only. You know, if I can not have to buy tires, I can buy an Xbox. Are Star Wars toys or anything crazy like that, right? Yep. Um, Some dude on Twitter is saying that uh, I just never know how, like, I don't want to comment on rumors, but it's a slow week. Uh, Idris Elba is rumored to be the villain for this Ray movie that they're working on. Ooh. I don't, I don't know if this is actually true because it's just some dude on Twitter. Right. But 
I like it. That's why I'm yeah, commenting that's on a, it. That's a good casting. Uh, I guess they're done putting, well, they were done putting no names in Star Wars a long time ago. Yeah. But he's, he's got gravitas. He's, he's, uh, he could be, um, uh, firm. He could be, uh, uh scary when he needs to be, uh, but he can be compassionate and empathetic on the other hand. So, you know, maybe we get a villain that's got both of those traits, you know, someone that's, uh, ruthless is probably the word I was looking for ruthless, but also empathetic. So, right. And he makes a, a damn good C- C- CEO of what show? Of a paper company. Oh, right. He was on the office. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's probably a vice president or something like that. Yeah. I, I was going to say paper salesman, but it, I knew it wasn't paper salesman. So he's a yeah. little bit more, more than that. He was also Himdale in the Thor movies. And he was also in the first Pacific Rim. And I think The Wire, but I've never seen The Wire, which is some, probably something I should fix. Yeah, well, probably I should watch it too now that I got HBO Max or now it's Max. But uh, that and he played a uh, what did he play the gunslinger in the uh, really yeah. bad adaptation of the gunslinger Stephen King bought books. But yeah, yeah, he's a pretty pretty good actor. The dark, the Dark Tower. Dark Tower, yes, Dark Tower. Which I was so looking forward to that movie and it just failed miserably. Um, yeah, I, I never got into it. I never bothered watching it. Everyone no. was saying it was so bad, so I was just like, I don't want to. Have you read the books? My time. No, I haven't read the books. It's some really good. I mean, Stephen King, because what he did was he basically it took him thirty years to write the seven books, so he incorporated a lot of his other writings into the book. So it's sort of like I guess it's a MCU of uh, the Stephen King universe. Yeah, and it's my understanding he didn't have a plan when he sat down to write it. Mm-hmm. So he just kind of made it up as he actually wrote it. He, he he was thinking as he was writing, and he didn't like have a pre-plan to say, "I want to get to this point at the end of the book." It was just go, go, go. Right. No, it, it, they're really good books. I've I've haven't read them in a long time, but I think I read them. At le- I've read them. I know at least twice. Yeah, uh, Stephen King is an excellent writer. I was just looking at The Shining and uh, um, Doctor Sleep. He's just. He's a genre genre writer, but he's so much more than that. Like it, sh- it could be literary fiction if you really wanted it to be, but right. I think it's it's putting him down and knocking him down just by saying he's a genre writer because genre writer because he's so much more than that. Right. Yeah, I haven't but, I haven't read anything that's not Star Wars related in so long that <laughs> it I kind of forget what 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 any, if there's there any is anything other than Star Wars related content out got, there. He's got one of my favorite books by him, actually, is an autobiographical. I have it right here next to me called um, On Writing. And part of it, he goes through his career as a writer. Uh-huh. But then the other half is like, and this is what I've learned about writing and the things that you should focus on. And as you can see, I have put uh, tabs. A lot of, yeah. Put tabs a lot in of the notes book there. itself. Yeah. So there's some really good nuggets. If you're a writer, highly recommend this book, On Writing by Stephen mm-hmm. King. But anyways, I don't know why we're here. <laughs> because we were talking about Elis yeah. Albra and playing the gunslinger. And- um, okay. Lars Mickelson was talking to Empire online and he said, because uh, he was, they asked him about his voice and if he was doing the voice that he did on Star Wars Rebels because he's the only character, or excuse me, only actor who's portraying the character in, well, Bo-Katan. Anyways, he's the second character to portray the animated version in live action. Uh, he says, I'm not losing the voice, but I'm tweaking it into live action. When you do an animated character, there's a whole mid- melodious approach. Melod- melodious? Melodious? Melodious. Okay. That's the word. He's talking about the melody of the voice. Right. Uh, when you're there as a real person, uh, that would just slightly be too much if you just focused on the voice. I think he's talking more about being in the character and being present and being the full body rather than just the voice. Right. Oh, that makes sense. So don't expect the exact same. We were talking last week about tweaking, you know, Bo-Katan a little bit. And uh, I would expect, you know, some of that for Grand Admiral Thrawn. Right. I'm I'm just hoping that he's menacing, as menacing on live action as he is on the cartoon. Yeah. And uh, one last rumor for the week that uh, there's, there's two. We probably should talk about it because last week was kind of slow, but... Uh, one yeah, one rumor I want to squash. But anyways, um, okay. 
the next TBC we've talked about, there's a rumor that it's the ghost. Right. And and that it's going to be $600. Uh, we'll find out in a couple of weeks. The sail barge was $500. The big Millennium Falcon, the smugglers run version that retailed at Target for about $400. Um, when you look at the rising costs for the past couple of years, we were just complaining about the cost of the speeder bike being 45 when the Black Series, the TVC version is 45 right now. The Black Series was about the same four or five years ago. So when you start looking at the prices rise due to inflation, due to whatever, um, you look at the cost of the action figures, which have gone up from 12 bucks to 20 bucks to 18, 16 bucks. You know, it's all in that range. It's no surprise mm -hmm. that something that's the size of the big Millennium Falcon is now $600. So I kind of feel like that might be true, that the Ghost might be a $600 HasLab. I talked to a lot, a lot of... I talked to some people this weekend, especially with the uh, them releasing that uh, the helicopter, the G.I. Joe helicopter for just under 300 bucks, and it funding in less than a day. Yeah. Uh, that they were, you know... It better be one. It better for six hundred bucks. It better come with all the figures or a good chunk of figures and the Phantom. It better they that better be the first tier or it better have a lot of stuff coming with it. If they they can't pull a rancor with this, no, uh, especially on that price point. And it's you know and and we were talking. I talked to a lot of people and they're like, well, the twenty percent. I'm like, okay, add fifty dollars to that uh, helicopter, and then you're at you know three hundred three and a quarter. But they own they own GI Joe, right? 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 Well, that's what I'm saying. If you if since you know they got to pay Lucasfilm another twenty percent on top, so if you add fifty dollars on top of that, then you're at three and a quarter to three fifty, and you're still I think okay with that, you know. But, yeah, but I, I, it just it's it's annoying that every that that uh, stuff that GI Joe, even though I know it's it's their own IP, it just sucks that they get the way cooler stuff. And the stuff gets funded a lot easier than Star Wars does. Comparatively, I think more accurately would be that Ghost Rider vehicle, which did not fund, which was $350. Right. So you have a, a car with lights. I think it's got LEDs. At least the photos had it. For $350, bucks, but you have this helicopter with lights with a six-inch figure for $275. Bucks. Yeah. And so what's... What's the $75 difference? Because I don't think Marvel has the same licensing deal as Lucasfilm. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's as expensive. So what, 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 what's going on right, there? Right. Well, <laughs> it's, it's and I think they messed up with the Ghost Rider because they made, based it on the common, the, the present, the current Ghost Rider versus the classic Ghost Rider. So I think if maybe they would have based it off the classic Ghost Rider, they would have been better. I think I'm talking more about Someone explained to me how the vehicle's three hundred fifty bucks, but the helicopter's two seventy five. Like, how is there a price gap there? That's the thing that I'm having. I'm struggling gotcha. with. Maybe it is the, a licensing fee, but it shouldn't. Like you were saying, yeah, it shouldn't be that much. Unless they were just swinging for the fences and and were like, we could just do whatever we want, and people will pay for it. Hopefully, they've learned from the failure of of their current, you know, the last few failures they've had. I uh, I just feel like in this economy, um, with people being strained, people being a little bit more cautious about spending, that a six hundred dollar Haslab is a tall order. Yeah, and I think it would be more appropriate to start small with something else and save the ghost for another time. But I know it takes years to prepare something like this. Right. I would imagine at San Diego Comic Con, there's going to be the the gray model on sh on display at their their booth. We've got a little over a month, don't we? When is yeah. that? It's sometime in July, right? Late July. It's like okay, the so third weekend in July, possibly. I mean, it's it's the perfect time to release the ghost. I mean, I think you're doing it about a month or two too early. Uh, I would I would wait for Ahsoka to get get going before you release it or announce it, but. You know, they they hopefully learn from their past mistakes. And I'm also thinking, because I know we've we've there's also been rumors of a death, uh, I mean a death star, correct? Or I don't what? know. You don't know? I don't I've heard rumbling. I've heard rumbling. No, I don't know. Star? I haven't heard anything about that. Okay, fine. It's weird. Weird. Um but 
whenever they do these test labs for TVC vehicles, the vehicles blow up. So what if they lose <laughs> funding and the ghost blows no. up in Ahsoka? Yeah, I hope the ghost doesn't blow up. I and they're already talking about wanting to do a second season of Ahsoka, so you know we're not going to see the death of Ahsoka in season one. No, I would messing with us. I would assume it's more of a sacrificial thing in the Dave Filoni movie. Oh like, crap! She, yeah, she, she might forgetting. kill herself or or sacrifice herself, similar to what Luke Skywalker did in Return of the Jedi. But instead of Luke living, you know, Ahsoka will die. Right, that'll be or, the you know they're standing on some on a bunch of oil cans that are about to blow up, and she forces them off again. Too, <laughs> but yeah, something similar to more of a fate of Kanan than Luke Skywalker. Yeah, but it's got to happen at some point. Yeah, they have to kill her off, even though it's going to suck. But. <sighs> but but you have to have some sort of phantom and the phantom is an essential part of the vehicle. Right. For me. So I would think that needs to be part of it. And then anything else on top of that is a tier. And I'm, I, I would go ahead. I'm all for, you know, you hit the $7,000 mark or 7,000 backer mark and we get a hundred bucks off. That would be cool. <laughs> I mean, at some hey. point when you have a, a big volume, the price mm-hmm. gets a little, you get, you know, it's it costs less to make more. So right. give me the savings. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and and if okay, if if let's let's just pie in the sky it. If they were gonna release it at six hundred dollars, I would it had to have the Phantom and it would have to have at least Hera, Jason, and Chopper with it. And I think that would be a good starting point. Yeah. I don't know. And then I you mean, can, they haven't, they haven't huh? showed Jason in any of the trailers yet. You see his hand. Oh, so he's in it. I didn't <laughs> well, study in it my, that much. In my head canon, you see his hand. Oh, because well, there's a hand that in that's in the ghost on the table, reaching, <laughs> trying to force pull a, some a glass towards him. So, and it's a young hand. So that's Jason's hand in my head right. canon. That's Jason. Um, I hate that name. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> but so, um, and, and if it's not Jason, it needs to at least be Sabine. You know they need to have yeah. three, maybe four characters and the Phantom to add the six to to start at six hundred dollars. I think to make it worthwhile. Or Ahsoka herself. Or I mean, Rosario Dawson version. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't care. But you need to have, you need to have Hera, Chopper, Ahsoka, and Sabine or Jason combination. Those four, maybe five, with the Phantom at six hundred dollars. I don't care if they're in box, if they've been on cards, or because guess what that. They're getting open and they're getting put in the freaking ghost because, damn it, this is a ship I've been waiting for. Yep. So six hundred bucks is an opener. That's not a box boxed mm. item. I have to open it. I did see a lot of at Joe Fest. Just speaking of Haslab stuff, they had a lot of the Sky Strikers that were like three hundred bucks in in cases, still in box, which is basically what they were selling for. Yeah. Uh, there was three or four of those, and I, I think I saw some. Uh, I saw maybe at least one, or I may, it may have been pictures. And I there were so many shows going on this weekend, and so many pictures. But you're still seeing, uh, ha- you know, sale barges for fifteen hundred, two thousand bucks, still sealed. So and they're out there well. if you want to pay for it. Well, no, I got mine. I'm good. Yeah, I love that vehicle. That is an incredible vehicle. They knocked that one out of the park. The sail barge. The sail barge. Yeah, that's like the creme of the creme for me. I like yeah. the big Millennium Falcon. I like the Razor Crest, but that sail barge is just wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I, I'm. I'm trying to think where the hell am I going to put the ghost because it's going to be huge. Well, just build a display right there behind you. Yeah, I could put it in my office. Yeah, somewhere. Something like that. Like Narayan's got the Falcon in that display case with the acrylic on it. Yeah. Like I could see that for you because you care so much about the ghost. <sighs> it would be freaking amazing. Well, the only issue is, is if I can't really put it on my floor because that's where people, when we have guests, I that's where they sleep is on an air mattress on my floor. Mm. So I got to keep the floor kind of open. Gotcha. Yeah. They can sleep on the floor. They can hug. They can spoon the ghost. It'll be great. Here's a couple of sleeping bags. Sleep in the hallway, peeps. 
<laughs> yeah, here you go. Um, Actually, I'll just put it in my living room, make, move everything out of the way, put it in the living room. I'm sure Mandy would love that. Uh, there's another rumor that I hate, but uh, it's it's not going to happen. Um, but the rumor is that George Lucas is going to buy back Star Wars. <laughs> like, that is at a discount. I'm Why? like, no, it's not happening. It's not. Because Darth Vader is just as iconic as Mickey Mouse. And I think it would be dumb to sell Darth Vader. And if you're going to sell Star Wars, if it's not George Lucas, it would have to be a major corporation like a Universal Comcast, uh, Paramount, Viacom. <laughs> and you're not going to sell it off to someone like that. I know no. Disney's cutting costs and they're like selling off their stake in Hulu. Or I think that's going on. But no, they're not. I think they're combining Hulu and Disney Plus at the end of the year. Yeah, okay. One, yeah. It'll be one thing. But they're looking for ways to cut costs. And I just think it's not. I think your your stock prices will go down if you lose a major property like that. So I think I still oh think by the end of the summer, we might get an announcement about a replacement for Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. Um, I think that's more appropriate. I think that's more. Because she's like 70 years old, which is crazy. She doesn't look Go retire. Go have fun. Retire. Yeah. Fresh blood. Yeah. It needs something needs to change at the top. And I don't want Dave Filoni to do it because he needs to be creating content like you said. Yes. And I don't want a producer because the producer was, um, I know enabling is sometimes used as a negative word. But uh-huh. she was giving, oh, maybe providing. She was providing the story makers what they needed. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me wonder, you know, is Star Wars George Lucas? And is George Lucas Star Wars? Like, can you have it without the other? We've been having it for the past few years. And um, I did see something um, that Disney, it was like comparing Disney to Dave Filoni. Because what the stuff Disney was doing that Disney was using... Um, going to be popular but then like dave filoni when he finally was able to get his reign his hands on the uh mandalorian and do it the way he wanted to in season three uh he was doing it more mythos and myth and giving the fandom what they wanted and you know building it on mytho mythological stuff versus popularity so that's why we got sort of got the the mandalorian the way we did this season so maybe yeah well now that I think about it, mm-hmm. George Lucas was in charge of Lucasfilm, and he was making content, right, and running all those businesses. I'm sure Filoni could do the same. Yeah, why not? I just want to make sure his focus is on storytelling because I feel like him and um, Tony Gilroy are the gold, the golden star winners of uh, Lucasfilm right now. Right, so. that'd be fun, dude. I would be um, all for it. I, you know, as long as the storytelling didn't didn't hurt. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, t- of storytelling in Lucasfilm, guess what I watched this week? There's a lot. Uh, Indiana Jones? Yeah, I watched Raiders Indiana of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark this week. Yeah. Um I don't know if it was just underwhelming or if I the oh lore God. of it was so much. I mean, it don't or maybe there's there's several things that I that several thoughts that I have on it. I okay. forgot because there's a lot of stuff that happens and a lot of stuff you remember from your childhood, like the the whip, the guy with the sword coming out and Indiana Jones shooting him. And yeah. you remember snakes. Why does it have to be snakes? Yeah. And you remember the ending when he's shoving in the big warehouse, the arc in the big warehouse. Yeah. And I didn't realize it all came from that one movie. I'm thinking it comes oh. from the whole no. movies. But it's like everything you remember comes from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep. Um, and maybe it just I'm so used of eight episode people storytelling right now. And when it's in a two hour movie, there's just no backstory to it or not yeah. a whole lot of buildup. I guess. Yeah. So it was no. it was fine. I just eh. I, I guess I was a little underwhelmed. I think that I had a more build up to it and it just, yeah. I built it up too much, I guess for you to, I don't know, but, but I, you know, I'll watch, I'll finish watching the other three or four. There's four, right? There's four, five soon before right now, soon. but um, I'll watch them. I mean, you know, 
Some of Temple of Doom was recycled ideas that they had to cut out from Raiders of the Lost Ark. So when you see that mine train race that was originally storyboarded for Raiders of the Lost Ark, but they had just too much material. Because the whole philosophy behind Indiana Jones is back in the 30s and 40s, they used to run serials, like small, short clips uh-huh. of something happening. And then at the end, there'd be a cliffhanger. And you'd be like, stay tuned to find out what happens. And so you'd have to go back the next week. And so they decided to make a movie that's just a bunch of those all together. So you had the ball chasing him, and then he escapes. And then you had uh, the whole uh, bar scene. Like, that could be another serial. And then you had, trying to go through this in order. So um, what comes after that? Well, he was in the classroom. So they go to Egypt and the whole fighting in Egypt. And then right. he goes into, so it's just a bunch of scenes, put a bunch of serials cut together. Okay. And instead of having cliffhangers, it's just like, and this leads into this next action scene. And then, so it, it just like, he gets the arc, he loses the arc, he fights the Germans and then he gets the arc back again. And then he loses the arc and then he gets back on a boat and the boat, you know, the, the, the Nazis get the arc again. And so he has to jump off and get on this. And it's just like a back and forth and, I don't know. I love the format. Anyways, moving right. on. And I just, I, I kept looking at like Miriam and I'm like, why don't you wear like normal shoes? Or, you know, I felt bad for her because she's like in heels and then she's barefoot in one scene. And she's essentially she's just, like the, the Princess Leia, though. She's got the spunk and the tenacity yeah. of Princess Leia just in Raiders. Right. And they they dressed her for eye candy. It's like she just never had a sensible outfit. No, I mean, that's the time. <laughs> I don't know if they would do that today, but I mean, who knows? But And then I thought it was also funny because when she's in the nightgown, it's like long enough to where they could hide her shoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh, the, the reviews are starting to come in for the new one, and it's just, it's getting worse and worse, I guess, you would say, yeah. for the reviews. But I'm just well, like, stop. with some of these reviews, it's just, are these reviewers just saying negative stuff to get the clicks because they know people like Indiana Jones and, oh, what does he have to say? Who doesn't like it? Let me read more. Like, I just, I haven't read any of those because I just want to save it for myself. Yeah. If it's mediocre, then it's mediocre. We still have Raiders and Temple of Doom and Last Crusade. So right. that's, that's my point of view. Yeah. I'll just have oh, fun. I'm- Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I think that's my theory it, it, with stuff. I just need to turn my brain off and enjoy it for a couple hours, and I don't think I did that. I was like a little bit hyped up, and I'm like, let's see what this thing is, and then you're like, oh, I remember this, and oh, I remember that, and well, I wonder because you kind of liked some. I don't know. I wonder if you like Temple of Doom and Last Crusade. I feel like you're gonna like Last Crusade the most. Okay. Based on your reaction to Raiders, right? Well, I also we'll watched, yeah, I also watched Avatar, The Way of Water. Way of we watched water. that, and like, that was like a three-hour movie, so we had to watch that in, like, stages. Yeah. It was, like, three freaking hours. And uh, I watched the first Shazam, because I'm like, oh, if I want to watch Temple of the Gods or Fury of the Gods, I got to watch the first Shazam, so. It was like a movie-watching marathon, and I, I thought, I thought, did you see Avatar yet? Yeah, I saw it in the theater. Oh, okay. I thought it was good, and I'm I'm also watching it going, I know a way to cut this movie down to two hours. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a remake of the original. It's just instead of being on land and trees, it's in the water. And instead of mining unobtainium, you're mining the core of a uh, space whale. 
Right, exactly. I was like, man, you could have you could have cut at least a half an hour out of this movie just by not making it to you know watch, watching people learn their new environment. Yeah, but I mean, um, it, it was good, and about the time you get tired of it, then it starts getting active. You know, the action kicks in. Yeah, James yeah. Cameron's good. He just need I, I, just edit down a little bit. We don't need three hours. This is not the Bible. You can edit yourself. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you know, like I said about Wonder Woman 1980 or not Wonder Woman 88, the best part of that movie is it was free in my living room. Um, yeah, <laughs> I got to watch it for free in my living room. Yeah. Uh, well, you had to pay for HBO. But anyways, um, the last piece of news I want to announce is this Saturday, June 17th, the West Virginia Club is putting on Jedi Con in New Martinsville United Methodist Church from 10 to 4. Be some cool autographs, one of one of a kind items for the silent auction. All proceeds will go to the West Virginia Children's Miracle Network. For additional information, you can go to the West Virginia Star Wars Collectors Club page, Facebook page. Um, I think they have like fifty-five different vendors there. So, wow! Uh, if I wasn't busy this weekend, I would have tried to go up to West Virginia. It's only six hours away, but wow, that's not bad. I'm going south. The ring travels south. Right. Anyways, that's it for news. Right. And hopefully you'll get to hear. Do you remember? Da, 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 September. Uh, September for. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully I get on that ride. That would be all. Do you need to do anything? So I cut the audience room- in. I'm going to Disney. Just as a- <laughs> yeah, dude. The rumor is it that they're doing a uh, they're starting to do a standby queue or at least trying a standby queue. So maybe you'll get lucky. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know Dude, that I ride, I would wait an hour for that ride. I would wait an hour, hour and a half for that ride. Would you wait two hours? Oh, uh, probably. If I had would no, you, it's at Epcot. Yeah, I would wait two hours because there's would nothing you to wait do at Epcot. three hours. If it was my only time in Epcot, probably. Okay. Uh, I mean, Epcot is not my favorite park, dude. I will not. I will not. Uh, but but I mean, and it's most of the front of it's still under construction, so. Yeah, I'd probably wait three hours for it at Ep- at, at Epcot. Why not? Um, I had promised my daughter that I wouldn't go over to Hollywood Studios and Galaxy's Edge, but there is a pop-up Indiana Jones bar <laughs> in Hollywood Studios. So now I'm like, how do I pop up? Here's what you do while they're hour. waiting three hours to ride Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, you then, I go to go. Studios. then I can't go. <laughs> I wanna, I, then I can't go on the ride. Why do you I go get back them? to the ride and you're like, hey, man, I have to go to the bathroom. You're focusing on lose, lose, loses. I'm looking for a win, win, win. Right. Another call back to the office. Win, oh. win, win. That's a win, win, lose. Oh, gotcha. So anyways, that's it. So how was Joe Fest? Joe Fest was awesome. Uh, we drove. I drove down with uh, our buddy Jordan and... Uh, Richard, Richard, I can't. Richard, I keep wanting to call him Robert, but somebody else called him Robert, and he's just like, I'm like, see, I'm not the only one. And he's like, yeah, I think it was, it might have been Chance to make oh. it even better. Um, and then they had a buddy, and his son rode down, so we, had, I had a full. My Tucson was loaded down. Oh, uh, we drove down, uh, got there right about eleven, and uh, just. It wasn't as overwhelming this year. The past couple of times I've been to Joe Fest, it's just overwhelming Uh oh hold on one second my dogs like toilet paper and i left the bathroom door open and we lost a roll of toilet paper how dare you just flush it no they ate it up and it's all over the place we'll have fun with that later yeah awesome so uh it wasn't as overwhelming this year uh but it was still they had some cool stuff uh Still a lot of Joes, like Toy Department from Cincinnati. They come down and they brought, it was all Joes. I'm like, come on, guys, there's more than G.I. Joes to go on here. It is Joe Fest, though. It is Joe Fest. Uh, But I do, I like it a little bit. It feels a little bit better organized, or it feels a lot better organized than like Toy Lana because it's all in one big room. Um, Yes. Yeah. It feels bigger. It feels bigger. So you can, you know, it's still, it takes you uh, two hours to walk it. You know, and you don't get to really see anything. So you kind of do half of it and you're like, okay, we had to go at lunch and then the other half. And then you get everybody back together and you're like, oh man, 
we got to go home. <laughs> uh, oh, really? There was a lot. Huh? Is that what you did? You ate and then you went home and you just didn't go back in? No, we went back in, but then okay. it got to be about four o'clock and it was like time to go. Oh. Uh, there's a lot of the thing I also like. There's a lot of uh, they're like the Mythic Legions. They're not there, but there's like three or four other toy manufacturers that are doing basically the same thing. Yeah, like, like they are Animal uh, Kingdom something. Yeah, they were there. There's like a, a Action Force company that's there that's doing the same thing, but with uh, army men, army yeah. like six inch army builders. Oh. Uh, they've actually they made a jeep that'll fit. I think. Six, either six or eight men, six inch figures with different accessories, and they're going to charge under two hundred dollars for it, like a Hummer. Well, yeah. that's a risk because you never know how those. I mean, I don't want to poo poo anything if it works out great. But when I hear prices like that, like, is it in production? Is this like a Kickstarter? I don't know what it is. I think it was one that they were announcing at the show. Like this is our this is our Jeep, and they had a prototype, a couple of prototypes out. Yeah, I hope they can do it. I hope so too. It's I mean, I'm not into army men, but if I was, I would have kind of bought one. Jordan was kind of pushing me to buy one. He was like, buy one so you can say, Hey, I bought this at the show. And I'm like, eh, it's $35, dude. Did Um, Jordan buy one? Jordan bought some Animal Kingdom. But did he buy the no, he didn't buy the action force guy. So then stop telling him. <laughs> Maybe he's trying to uh, uh, live through you or something vicariously. Yeah, I guess. The Animal Kingdom people, it, it the first day of the first wave out and it looked pretty, they looked good. But then the second wave looked more impressive. And I'm like, I want the second wave stuff. Uh, yeah. But they didn't really have uh, anything there. And they were in the $35 range. Uh, I did pick up a Mythic Legion while I was there. Uh, one that I kind of kicked myself not for not picking up a toy Lana. Uh, it was another vampire that's got it's got this really badass hawk that sits on his shoulder on his arm, uh, and he's got a it uh, got a bow and arrow with him. And then I picked up like an ET pot thing that uh, like a he sits in a planner for Mandy that she didn't have, which I was excited because I found something ET she didn't have. Wow. So that's the only thing I picked up. Uh, there was a lot of vintage, you know, a good mix of vintage Star Wars, a good mix, a good mix of toys. I mean, just all the all around. Um, I didn't really see anything that was like, well, they had one. I, I'm like, like, oh my god! But there was one booth that had some really cool stuff. Had some prototypes. They had a uh, Han Solo six inch, like the old man Han, for like two hundred bucks. Was that Clifton's booth? No, it wasn't at Clifton's booth. Oh, Clifton uh, had had an adventure that day. He went uh, to buy a. Uh, left like early to go buy a, a, a some toy a toy lot or whatever, and he just never made it back to the show because every time I'd go by his booth, his guy was just like, "Yeah, he's just having trouble." Uh, poor guy. Yeah, so it I was I was kind of mad, but not mad. I was just like, "Man, I wanted to say hi to Clifton, but he never made it to the show that on Saturday." So was it a Black Series Old Man Han? Yeah. Green? No, it wasn't green. Was it, was it? like gray? Oh, interesting. Yeah, I almost I should have sent it to sent it to you. It's probably best that you didn't, because <laughs> you would have been like, "Damn it, I gotta buy that." How were uh, prices comparatively? You know, for like vintage stuff, did you pay attention? Uh, not really. I thought you know they they. I'm starting to see a lot more beater bins, like five dollar bins. Those are coming back. Places. Yeah, yeah, those are starting to come back, which are good. Uh, the men on cards, you're seeing them still in the hundred to two hundred dollar range for a decent, you know, uh, a good starter card. You're talking like Return of the Jedi figures? Uh, yeah. You know, a little bit beat up, but there, you know, uh, I did see some Ewoks, uh, like the Ewok cartoon, but I didn't ask what those prices were because mm-hmm. my wife has them all. So um there were, yeah, it was a, a good mix. It was a good time. Uh it just sucks that it was all the way in Augusta, but you know, coming back, we we hit some traffic and my GPS routed us like back roads all the way up like 316 past Lawrenceville. And I'm like, why is it doing this to us? And like, it was around your elbow to get to your bowl. And you it's just really have to follow that, you know, if I you know, want it to. It was like 45 minutes. It's like, save you 45 minutes. Did it save you 45 minutes? Uh, It 
well, it cost us a half an hour, but I don't know what it would have cost. But whenever, when we were like getting done and getting back to 316 and back to reality, everybody was looking at their phones going, yeah, those tra- that traffic jam's still there. Okay. So it probably did. Okay. We did find a comic book. I do have something because we, when we were driving in, we saw it said Top Dog Comics. So I went to call them to see if they were open because we're like, we'll come when we're coming back. We'll we'll see if they are. So I went, I said, hey, Siri, uh, call Top. And I got, uh, he's not my Siri cancel. I knew I was going to do that. <laughs> it's calling right now. Yeah. Of so course. I went, hey, Siri, call. And I went, uh, top, the cop. And she's like, calling emergency services. And I'm like, stop. You're calling no. now? Okay. I won't do it. Thank you. It's serious oh, wow. calling right now. Emergency <laughs> services. What's sad is I've got my iPad go. My iPad's oh. going off. My iPhone's going off. I don't have my watch. It's in there. It's in my bedroom, but I'm sure everything would be going off. Um happen. Yeah. So we ended up calling the cops and thankfully I was able to stop it before <laughs> it went through on my phone. <laughs> and I'm like, they're going to call me back. I'm in trouble. Uh, but then on the way back, we stopped in at Top Dog and it was, you know, you, you see comics and you're thinking it's going to be typical comic shop where it's, you know, 95% comics. But it was reversed. It was actually a really cool shop. Uh, it had a lot. Of, it didn't have any vintage Star Wars, but it was full of, uh, you know, more modern stuff. Had pretty much something from every toy line there. Uh, had a bunch of Masters of the Universe stuff. And in Jordan, I was like, oh, man, I'd love this. But it's like. I'll just wait. And he's like, oh, dude, I sold a bunch of master's stuff at the last Powder Spring swap meet for cheap. And I'm like, thanks. Missed opportunity. Yeah, missed opportunity. But then Richard's looking for like Bill and Ted stuff. And he's like, man, I need the Toy Biz Bill and Ted uh, phone booth. I'm like, dude, I picked it up at the Powder Spring shop last (laughs) last week. He was like, and basically picked it up for half price. So then he was even more double damn it. He was like, doggone it. But um, sitting in my collection now. Where is this place? Uh, it's in Augusta, Top Dog Comics. Oh, it's out there. Yeah, it's uh, in Augusta. Going back to Joe Fest, so Joe Fest, uh, 2022, the crowd seemed a lot lighter than 2021. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like in 2021, it was tough to walk around because you were bumping into people. Uh, but come 2022, that wasn't the case. How was it this year? Um, you weren't walking over people. It was, um, I'd say it was like a normal crowd for a, for a toy shop, you know, average crowd. But then when we got back from lunch, it was definitely a lot deader. You know, you could tell people had left. Yeah. Um, a lot of the same vendors is year after year. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I mean, it's the same vendors. You get a little bit more, you know, a little bit different vendors, but like Clifton don't, don't come down to toy, toy Lana, but he comes to, Joe fast. Yeah. Uh, um, and I like looking through his booth because he always has some cool prototypes. He had a couple of Ahsoka heads that I need to message him about because the guy didn't know what he wanted on him. And I'm like, that's an Ahsoka head. That's going to just go up. Yeah. You would get it now before. Uh, well, now everybody knows you better do it before Tuesday when this yeah, episode I drops. Need to. I need to message him and be like, dude, because uh, Sam Sam's head. might be right behind you. He might be He like, I need to get those. Ahsoka. But he had like four of them. So. Unless Sam buys all of them. Plenty to go around. Um, yeah. And then, so you left around four? Yeah, we left about four o'clock and the show ended at five. Was anyone packing up? No. Okay. Because I seem to remember last year people were, there was a one or two booths that were packing up Saturday. Really? Don't you remember that? No. I missed that. I know that happened at PowerCon, but I'm pretty certain someone was packing up during the show last because i i remember thinking isn't that a major faux pas like aren't you not supposed to pack up on the day before it closes like you need to wait till the end yeah they, they'll let you pack up a couple hours early on sunday but not saturdays like you said it's kind of faux pas uh i know you were talking power con there's a there was a lot of talk of power con at oh, least yeah? with the people we were with and and uh the PowerCon, I think, is going to be cool this year. And and it, I think it was also the fact that Toy Lana or Joe Lana is the same weekend as PowerCon, so people's having to choose what they're going to go to. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I and then we were talking... PowerCon. <laughs> yeah, I would probably choose PowerCon, too, because the Four Horsemen are going to be there. Oh. And 
then we were talking, I was talking, Jordan started talking about Heroes Con in Charlotte next weekend. And I'm like, dude, I love Heroes Con. I just haven't been in years because we used to go for like two or three years in a row. Mandy and I would go. And uh, we we discovered it just on a whim because we were hanging out with some friends and we we're like, we need to go do something. Let's find a convention. And we saw there was a convention in Charlotte and we were able to find a hotel room downtown Charlotte for fairly cheap. And we loved it. It was it was probably, you know, a good, easy 50 percent artist and and not as many toys, but it was still a good, good con to go to. And then Jordan's like, oh, yeah, Four Horsemen's going to be at Heroes Con next week, too. And I'm like, son of a do they have an exclusive i don't think they'll have an exclusive but they're you're gonna have some you know they'll do the stuff where they dig through the warehouse and find some cool stuff to bring oh yeah but yeah. and then mandy's like go have fun i'm like i'm really gonna spend 500 bucks to save 20 dollars on a toy no you're not no just skip it <laughs> right there's I can cons that every only. weekend it's like i can't do this no it it's rough dude it uh, I'm kind of glad I'm looking forward to 4th of July and having that four day weekend so I can just oh, veg. I wish. Yeah. Somebody has to go to a wedding that weekend. Yeah. It's going to be a long ass weekend. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I have hey, the fourth hey, did you hear about, uh, Hey, did you hear about all the cougar sightings in downtown Woodstock last night? Is this a joke? <laughs> no, I didn't. Spring- yeah. It, it, the, the amphitheater. No. Rick Springfield. Oh, we missed it. Yeah, dude, with everything going on. Yeah, he was, he wasn't. Yeah, I, I wanted to try to get him on, but then I realized what day it was. And I'm just like, you were busy. You were at the lake. I was at Joe Fest and it was just not going to happen. Yeah, but if I had known, I would have gone to skip the lake. I mean, that is just a huge, he's such a huge Star Wars fan. It would have been great just to ask him five questions. Can I have, you know, two minutes of your time to ask you five questions about Star Wars collecting. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just weird because you've got this major rock singer, a rock star, and he's he's a Star Wars collector like us. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio used to be one too. Yeah, he had a massive collection that he sold off uh, early two thousands. Damn, it was up for auction I, too. Yeah, I think Rick Springfield had either the either. Had a Toy Fair sample, like maybe that Toy Fair sample FET that was like $100,000 been on card or something crazy. Or I think I remember him owning that or something crazy. You know, one like a crazy piece like that. Yeah, he might have. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, the Georgia Alliance of Star Wars Collectors, we had our meetup at Fernando's place. And Fernando does the dioramas at Toylanta, the massive ones that he uses with recycled materials. Um, so we got to go over to his place. Uh, because of everything that was going on, it was a rather limited meetup. Like, there's only four or five of us, which was kind of a bummer because I, I do enjoy seeing everyone. So when they're not there, it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah, but the people I did see, you know, it was great. Hi guys, I love seeing you. <laughs> I don't want to say like, oh, people. Anyways, no, I get but, it because it is the more the more the merrier when it comes to those things, and it it does stink when you have one. I mean, you still enjoy the time, but when you have one that has five people versus twenty, it's yeah more going on when there's twenty people there. Fernando used to work at Target, so he has a bunch of displays. Everyone just knew if there was a Star Wars display, just hold it and give it to Fernando nice so he's got a bunch of displays in there he's got tons of dioramas and as i love seeing it i just regret the that that i missed out seeing it complete because he's got shelves and he's got like pieces and parts of his displays his dioramas up on those shelves but it's not the full thing like he had the pod race scene he had like the stadium and he had towers and stuff and so the only the only thing that remains are the towers but you know, they're up on the shelf and he's got a Tatooine display and he's got all this cool stuff. He's working on Scarif base for the next Toyland in March, 2024. And so he had us making palm trees because he needs thousands of palm trees. And it is such an intricate process to make these palm trees. And he's like, you can make one for me and then you make another one. You can just keep it. And I'm like, oh, great. I can take something home. This will be fun. Nice. So, you know, we, we're, um, we're cutting out 
pieces of paper we're taping wire to the paper so that way you can get like a little fold like a roll and so it looks normal you're cutting was cutting up the palm leaf to make it you know look like a palm leaf with like for lack of a better term fingers sticking out you know right um putting them in straws and then attaching the 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 wire that it's all that the leaves are connected to into the straw and it comes out at the bottom and you kind of fan it out and you put tape on it, I put tape on it so it would stick there and so it doesn't move. It's all one connected piece. And then when uh when I was done, we went over to the hot glue glue place and we put some straw and some beads to make it look like coconuts. And so after finishing two of these, I was like, this is a lot of work. You just keep both of them because I feel bad for you. <laughs> right. He has wow. a he has a shed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got a shed that he bought from Home Depot, and that's where he does all of his work now. And it's insulated, so it feels like really nice and comfortable in there. I was expecting nice. it to be like a heat heat shack. Uh-huh. That just wasn't the case. But you, I walked out there, and on the on the table, he has the Scarif Tower in cardboard. He hasn't finished it yet, mm-hmm. and he hasn't painted it. He hasn't finished the surfaces, but it's the giant tower. It's got the shape, and it's all made out of cardboard. And at the top. He used a, a dish TV satellite for uh-huh. the satellite dish. So there's a giant actual dish on top. Wow. So he's got to paint it. has got to be huge. Yeah. He's got to paint it. He's got to add the surface texture. I asked him about the the, the uh, catwalk. Is that you know where the action is at the top where there's yeah, the final that, showdown? Between yeah, them. that's what I'd call it. Yeah. Um, he's like, yeah, I got to do it this way. And if I do it this way, it's supposed to be this way, but then the, the weight might shift. So I think I have to support it this way. And so he's got this all worked out in his head. And I asked him how big it was going to be the display. It's put together. He wants how to big make, is it? He had a, broke, how big is it? Cause you broke up. It's going to be about four, eight foot tables put together. Wow. So he's got to fill that with palm trees. He's got the tower in basic form. He had a Ewing and a Scott, a tie striker on the table next to it. So he's got the figures. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to have to make all those palm trees. And he wants to make two of the the sheds, um, the garages. I don't know what are they called. You know where the action happens? like Yeah, the utility shed or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with the sliding doors, they look like the end- bunkers. They're more like Bun- the yeah. There you bunkers. go, bunkers. Um, but there's the one where you know uh, a, a Baze and Cheerit are you know I'm one with the force. The forces with me. You've got to. Right. So he's going to make that side, and then the other side he wants to make where that Imperial ship is. We asked Max about it. He said it was too big, and Hasbro hasn't made it yet. But he wants to do it where they're you know setting up the signal and stuff. So. He's got all that. And then also right in the middle where we were making the palm trees, he had the ATACT. So he's got mm-hmm. one that's ready to go. And I was actually playing with it because I don't know if I've ever played with it before, but that's a really cool vehicle as well. So very cool. It was fun. It was great. No, it looked like a good meetup. I saw that he put you out of work. So that was yeah. cool that he 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 actually thought some, like out an activity for you guys to do this. I, that was cool. Yeah, he also um he also set up uh like the um Hawaiian punch bottles, you know, like the jugs uh-huh. or water jugs, you know, the clear ones. He uh he took two of those and he put them on like a bird feeder hook. So they're suspended about eye level. And he cut mm-hmm. holes in the middle of it with two lines. There's a baseline and a top line. And your job was to take a squirt gun and be a stormtrooper and shoot the hole and try to get the water into the the jug. And the first one to take it up from the bottom line to the top line wins. Uh-huh. And he had two different size squirt guns. He had a smaller one and a larger one. The larger one had obviously more volume in it. Uh-huh. Um, but as I was pumping this thing and trying to shoot, every time I pump, I'm pulling back. But as I pull back, I'm shaking the gun. So it got really challenging to hold the gun in place and pump at the same time without moving it. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I was like, I'm really empathetic now for stormtroopers because I couldn't hit that for my life. Like it, I was like, I don't, and, I don't you didn't even have a helmet on. No, I didn't have a helmet on, and I didn't want to play this game anymore because it was too tall. <laughs> Fernando, I'm done. I'm done. This is too difficult. I don't want to do this. 
Yeah, who but ended it was up fun. Winning? Who ended up winning? I don't know. I left, unfortunately, because I had to go down to the lake. Oh. So I left early. I don't know if they played it because there was about an hour and a half left. I got you. But it was fun. It was cool to challenge. Uh, it was cool to do something different. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I, I that's that's always the challenging thing when you host meetups is to try to find something for people to do. Yeah. He had hot dogs, he had burgers, like it was it was a nice spread and I really appreciated his hospitality. It was fun. Very cool. Yeah. And the next one's the summer social. Yep. That's That'll another month a, away. Yeah. It'll be a long weekend, man. Let's uh as we wind down here, let's do something different. Let's uh I have a character here, a Star Wars character from the Star Wars universe, and you have twenty questions to try to figure out who it is. And that okay. way people could play along in the car or whenever they're listening. So just something different. All right. So I guess I start asking questions now. Is that the first question? (laughs) No, not if I only have. Are you a a humanoid? What? It's a yes or no situation. So Right, that's what I was asking. Are you a humanoid? Okay, Uh, yes. Do you have red hair? No. Did you lose a hand or a limb? Do you wield do you wield a lightsaber? No. All right, so that's no Jedi's. Um yes or no, do you like the cantina? Will we see you will we see you in the cantina? No, that's 15 questions left. 15 questions left. So we know it's a humanoid, no Jedi, not a bar. So probably, are you a smuggler? No. Okay, so that's a big chunk out. Are you male or female? That's a yes or no question. Okay, are you male? I would say yes. I don't know if gender's been associated with said character, but I think yes. Okay, so more masculine. Okay, that's yeah. Okay, is that another question? No, it's not. No. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, fourteen left. Fourteen left. Do you wear clothes? Yes. See, I'm no. Do you have a blaster? Yes. Well, everybody has blasters, Glenn. That's a stupid question. So it's a humanoid figures has has a blaster. Will we have seen you in the sail barge? No. Okay. And then you're putting me on the spot, and I can't think when yeah, I'm I know. on the I know. spot. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, do you have a helmet on? Yes. Okay, so he wears a helmet. Has a blaster. Not on the sail barge, not in a cantina. Wears clothes. So he has... <laughs> oh, geez. So I probably still got like 10 questions, don't I? You got 10 questions. Yeah. No. 10 questions. All right. And he wears a helmet. Do we see your face in the helmet? Yes. <laughs> Are you that dude with no, we don't see your face, so it's not that dude with the with you are not that no, he's not in a cantina, so it's not that dude with the who? Well, the dude that has the the uh f- spaceman helmet in the cantina, but it's not him because no, it's not him. He's not, it's not him. Yeah. Because he's not in a cantina. So yeah, there, there's yeah, a question. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not gonna count that one. You still have nine <laughs> questions. Damn it. No, wait. Um, yeah, nine questions. Nine questions. Do you speak? Yes. So you do speak. Would we have seen you in any of the movies? Yes. <laughs> Dude. You're thinking. I'm thinking. What? Nothing. I, I'm just trying to think of somebody with a helmet on. Well, just Please. ask about the 
Oh, huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you fly? You're not a. You trying to one. come up with a ship question. Do Would we fly? know your ship? Huh? Go ahead. Would we know your ship? Does your ship have a name that we would recognize? Yes. I choose. I chose a challenging character, but it's mm. not that challenging. Once you, once you go back and listen to this whole thing, you're like, uh, I, yeah, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, all right. So he has a helmet on. We know his ship, and he's seen in the movies. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cue the Jeopardy tune. You've got uh, six questions left. Six questions. Six Holy questions. And I feel like you're nowhere closer than when you started. I really am not. So we know his ship. Yep. He's a uh, and he's been in the movies. Yep. He has a helmet and a blaster and a blaster, and he wears clothes, and he's humanoid. Yep. So it, it's I'm you know. Like the big furry bat dude that's flying around or whatever. <sighs> Crap. The Minox? No, maybe not. No, not the Minox, yeah. but there's a there's like a little short guy that. Never mind. Like what? a bat dude. Like he has a bat face. That's and not him. No. In the cantina? In the no, he's not in the cantina. Yeah, but isn't there don't they re bring that, repurpose that somewhere in one of the movies? So. I don't think so, no. So would you be in the sequel trilogy? Yes. So you're in the sequel trilogy. Five questions left. Jesus. All right. So I know I can, I can, well, it doesn't really matter because if I, oh, crap. <laughs> it's, it's. <laughs> I really suck at these games. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Thank I didn't so realize much. it was going to be this bad, but okay. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, dude. You knew when left. you put me on the spot, it was going to no, be I didn't bad. know it was going to be. It's not bad. I just thought you'd have, I don't know. Anyways, continue. Five questions. You thought left. I'd be better at 20 questions than this? I thought you'd be asking bigger questions, not does, is he a humanoid? Like you're focused on the small stuff. I think the key to 20 questions is you start big and then you work your way small. Oh. So when you so ask like, the sequel one, this like five questions left, I'm like, oh, that probably should have been like one of the first questions. <laughs> In my so mind. But. You're in the sequel. You ride a ship. Uh, has a helmet. Wears a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. You're not in Kanji Club, are you? No. And you've got four questions left. <laughs> Everybody's driving off the road at this point. They like you suck They're, at this, Glenn. Well, I don't think they have any clue what it is right now either. They don't because I no. suck at it. Four questions. Come on, throw quick four questions out. Uh I wish I could say more than yes and no. Because right, right. Focus, um, but... you don't have a bunch of capes, right? No. Three questions. That's right, so not Lando. Because he wears Lando doesn't wear a helmet. Three questions. Uh you don't do you, do you do you fly an X-wing? Yeah. Is it wedge? No. One question left. <laughs> Is it Poe? No. It's Nine Numb, who was Nine in the Numb. sequel trilogy flying an X-wing, but he was also in the original trilogy flying a familiar vehicle called the Millennium Falcon. He wears a helmet in the sequel trilogy. He's a humanoid and he has a blaster. And I thought you were so close because you said Lando. I'm like, he flies right next to Lando. Get it, man. <laughs> oh, no, it was nine numb. I know. I was end. getting there. You were so close. So close. The whole time, so close. Anyways, I thought I would just break it up and try something different. We might do it again sometime. Yeah. Maybe I'll get better. Maybe not. <laughs> Anything else? I don't think so, man. Nothing, nothing too crazy. No. Okay. So next week is next week is Jedi Con. Is it Jedi Con? What are they calling it in West Virginia? I think it's the Jedi Con. I just deleted it, but yeah, I think it's the the Jedi Con. It's, West Virginia uh, Star Wars Club. Look them up and see what the 
they're doing. Yep. All goes to charity. So it's a good, uh, good show. Hopefully there's that dude with the micro machines. I hope he comes back. Oh man, that was killer last time because uh, Sam was busy, so he didn't get he didn't see my response to yes, yes, buy them all, and uh, it was too late. But anyways, we'll see. oh damn it! This time it might be me because I'll be busy down south. Right? Do you remember? That's what you're <laughs> going to be doing. I hope you need to ride that ride, dude. I will. <sighs> I will. If you had a choice, ride that over Ratatouille. But I know you like Ratatouille too. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, Remy will say something like, Thank you for listening to the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast. If you could leave, a, please leave a like and a five star review of the show anywhere you listen to podcasts. If it's allowed, it really helps us out and points people to our show. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Send us an email or message us. We'd love feedback and we'd love to make you part of a, our show. Our email address is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. Thank you to Alfonso Riviera for the Smuggler's Galaxy logo. You could find him over at the Rock the Force podcast. And thank you to Levi Waterhouse for the music. Hasbro re-release VC66. Hashtag vote with your wallet, which I saw real quick for $1,000 on eBay. It didn't sell, but uh-huh. it's listed VC66 on eBay for $1,000. So that's why I say Hasbro re-release it. Um, vote with your wallet. Sabine will be on next week. Pass on what you've learned. Be a positive force in the collecting community. This is the way. This is the way. You know, I've seen those things popping up, so maybe you can buy one one day. Maybe. Maybe. A lot of Yeah. There's a lot of things I'd do if I win the lottery. And, yeah. You would know because I would have a salacious point. <laughs> <laughs>